For China Current continues its special coverage on the coronavirus outbreak, go to our social media at the China Current and our website for interviews, videos, and podcasts. I'm James Chow. Thank you. We all know about the huge loss of lives in China, Iran, and South Korea, and increasingly in countries in Europe, especially Italy, as governments struggle to respond to a fast-moving virus that we're still trying to understand. People and communities are looking to leadership for answers and solutions. It's Tuesday, March seventeenth. I grew up in London, which is where Laura de Belgique joins us from. She's a contributing editor for the China Current and has these insights to share. Now I know that you popped out for a coffee, not really for a coffee, but to try and get a sense of what was going on this morning before yes. we spoke. It seems like people are having coffee. It's almost as if business as usual. I mean, there are slight changes. For example, people are taking a bit of distance. So, for example, you have one table. They took like a few tables in between off, so that there is more space in between people. But otherwise, people seems to have their coffee as usual. I would say initially, I would say it was panic. People would rush to the supermarkets, just buy out of panic. And I'm not sure I would call it fear yet. I think actually, I would say that there are two categories of people. I think there are people who are really. Scared, and some people who just don't realize the situation yet. Some of my friends who have children of their own have contacted me from the UK asking what I think they should do, and the very、yes. fact that they're asking makes me worried. I'm not a policymaker. There seems to be a case of where they feel that they're missing information from the leadership of where they're living. Look, I think some people are scared because they see that all over the world people are taking drastic measures, and here in the UK. It's not being implemented yet, as the other countries are doing, and so I think yes, some people are asking themselves questions, and therefore people have just taken their own measures, and some people have taken their kids out and have left the country. I'm calling from Hong Kong, where, as you know, it's still common to see people wear face masks on the street. Are we seeing any of that in the UK? Yes, I would say there are, but not everyone. So some people are wearing the masks, some people are wearing gloves, but it's surely not the case for everyone. And for those who choose to wear masks and gloves, do they get treated differently by the people who don't? Maybe at the beginning, yes, people were not scared but would keep their distances. But I think now the mindset has changed. Initially, they thought that people who were wearing the mask were people who tested positive. But I think now this has all changed. People understand that they are taking their precautions. The news of the what is now a pandemic has been、yes. rolling out for many weeks now, for months. First of all, starting in Wuhan, and then going to places like Japan, South Korea. Do you think people in the UK were fully aware of what was happening in those parts of the world, say two, three months ago? I don't think so. I think it's always hard to understand the situation unless you find yourself in that situation. I just think it's hard to imagine when something happens when it's so far away until it happens to you. Let's go back to the Wuhan example. Of course, that was on a completely different scale. Over eighty thousand people there were infected in total. At some points, there were fifteen thousand new cases a day, and it was a pretty horrific scene. When you remember the videos and the posts、yes. that were appearing on social media from those hospitals, do you think people are Looking at that and 
trying to draw some references from that period? Definitely. I think a lot of Europeans, but the world in general, is looking up to the experience in China, what happened in China and how did they, did they handle the crisis. And also I saw a lot of posts on social media, for example, where people are seeking advice to how other people lived through the lockdown in China, for example. So Laura, you're a young professional in London. When you speak to your friends and also your colleagues, do you think that this pandemic is impacting their lives? Yes, I think it's it's impacting the whole world. But I think amongst my friends and colleagues, a lot of them have left already or are about to leave back to their home countries. And no, I think definitely it has a huge impact on everyone. I think that's a beautiful thing, though, to be with family. I certainly have seen family and friends spend the last couple of months in different countries, in different regions of the world. But as the pandemic takes root in Europe and more cases unfurl in the United States, they're beginning to return back to Asia. And I think sometimes it's not just about which health system is better funded or more prepared than the next. But there is a beauty and there's a certain sense of personal security about being back home with your family. What I take from this whole crisis is that you realize it's, it's a real crisis because people just want to be safe with their family or they want to be closer to their family and that's how they feel safe. Laura, thanks very much. And we look forward to speaking to you again very soon. Thank you so much, James. Take care. Take care.